0: I hadn't um, it was like digging up all this stuff trying to even find the technology yeah that we use to record this podcast yeah it's uh,
1: it's it's cool I'm I'm kind of in a whole like uh, constant pain today so I might be a little quiet anyway
0: yeah um, do you remember the chat do you remember Shack I remember
1: I remember Lola well, misses me. I can tell. No, she is getting pet by David right
0: now. Yeah, I know. besties I have been reunited. So yeah, uh, um, we're not gonna do video today because uh, it's just. I don't yeah, know, I, <laughs> I just don't have. <laughs> I couldn't. I don't even know where to start, man. It's the office is not. It, it, it's not a huge mess. No, we just haven't been that active since no. Christmas since yeah in the office we haven't been active since christmas this podcast oh. is basically dead yeah. well this is, we're bringing it back this is like the third reboot this of is, the the, this is the, welcome to shackass hd remix i think we should just call it season two yeah okay this is the beginning of season two so our first season was almost three years long yeah <laughs> and now yeah you know nothing really happened no like if you if we're being honest between september and now nothing in, in gaming just quiet ghost town really nothing yeah no news no reason to like break down the door in the office and be like we gotta record a podcast video games are dead i mean they're just now kind of coming back to life so we're coming back you know? yeah um there wasn't like game of the year discussion no no or- and I even told our like four listeners who were asking mm-hmm. last year about the ShackCast, I was like, the game of the year video content should serve as a supplement yeah. for what the ShackCast used to be. Because yeah. really, that was a mega ShackCast. That was. That was
1: just 48 hours of us locked in a room, arguing. <laughs> yeah. Non-stop.
0: Did, yeah. Hitting each other with Swenson's cheeseburgers.
1: And... And
0: betrayals, anime betrayals. Oh, I I I have a story about anime betrayal. (laughs) You know about my anime betrayal. Yeah. So if you haven't, if, if for some reason you still subscribe to this podcast and you're hearing this, but you didn't see the Game of the Year content, go back on our YouTube and watch it. Yeah. It's really good. It is. And I think, you know... It's not like we weren't creating content. No, we created a lot of content last year. We did a lot of stuff. It, it just was, wasn't necessarily the Shaq cast. Yeah, it was It was hard for us to all get together and do a Shaq cast. Yeah. yeah. But we determined that this week was the week. Yep. That there was enough gaming news that in the last f- over four months. Yeah. That we were like, you know what? We could probably knock out an hour-long podcast for the folks. Yeah. yeah.
1: So here we are. Right there. Were, right. I, I think so. And you're that recording over
0: sense. on your computer, right, Blake?
1: I am. Okay. I started.
0: I have. I'll take a picture of the jury-rigged. Like David witnessed, I was like, I don't think this is gonna work. They plugged it in. I was like, was Oh my. There some god. MacGyver shit going on <laughs> over here, man. I was like, Oh my god, it worked. <laughs> Uh, Thanks to the Army of Techno room for lending us a headphone adapter. God bless the Army of Techno. Yeah, right? Wherever they are.
1: They're out there. (laughs) They're out there fighting the good fight because everyone else gave up. Doing the Lord's work. The Techno Lord's work. Techno Lord. Uh, That sounds like a supervillain.
0: Oh, Tesla. Epic short squeeze. Have you seen this? Uh, Yes, I have. It's comical. It's like the funniest... Every day. I Johnny just, come lately. Every Every day I post a picture of that, get, that that bear with the cigar and the money. And I'm like, I say, this Tesla stock seems <laughs> like a highly investable company. Seems like a winner. Because, uh, yeah, we didn't talk about that on the ShackCast ever. No, not at all. I never talked about uh, how innovative Tesla Tesla? <laughs> yeah. And actually, you know what happened in the time since the last ShackCast? I started another podcast. That's another thing. About That's another sl- piece of content, yeah. Yeah, so I've been creating content, Bad Kitty. Quit complaining. <sighs> She's dusting <laughs> off her bingo cards right now. She's like, oh my God, they're back. I know. Uh let's see. Anything else happen? Okay, so you know how for years I was pretty excited about Resident Evil 2 Remake? Yeah. Asif, what if I told you that there's a Resident Evil 3 Remake, remake coming? <laughs> I would not be surprised at all, because that's awesome. There's a Resident Evil 3 remake coming out. Wow. What? I'm super excited. All those stars over there at Capcom are just really knocking out of the park. Yeah, no, they're uh The RE engine is great. Yeah, I love that engine. So like more RE engine games, A OK by me. Here's here's a rumor coming out. Apparently this uh, some some um a leaker posted this on Twitter This will be the last R.E. remake for a while. R.E. eight is still years away, but Capcom is planning on rebooting or remaking another popular brand with the RE engine. So that got me thinking, like, what what genre, what type of game would that be best suited for? Survival horror. What are the survival horror games they have kicking around? I'm thinking it could be Animusha. Yeah. Or Dino Crisis. There's something that you have to do. A Dino Crisis remake. That'd be cool. I would be so into that because yeah. Dino Crisis was kooky as hell. It was. And after like years of being terrified by <laughs> RE games, I was so in it. <laughs> they were like, "What if instead of zombies, dinosaurs?" I watched the whole awesome games done quick run of Dino Crisis. Yeah, it was great. That game super underrated. That franchise it's, super underrated. And there were only there were only two. Yeah. Hey, I would be there for that. Yeah, that would be that would be yeah. so random. I would, I would, I would be down. I, I would take I, that over Onimusha.
1: Yeah, I don't know what they other. They just, they just did an Onimusha re-release or remaster. Recently. They did. I
0: think that was a remaster. This is going to be along the lines of like the RA two remake, where they're going to build something new from the ground up.
1: Onimusha would be rad for that. I liked Onimusha. I never got into. Uh, you Resident know what? Evil. I
0: liked Onimusha. Blake, did you play through the first
1: game? Of Onimusha? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, do you remember, like, maybe a quarter of the way through or a third, there was this there was this room that f- gradually filled up with water and you had to solve a puzzle before you drowned? That was, like, a hard stop for a lot of people, including me. I could not get past it and I kind of had a fuck-this-game moment and I never went back to it. Yeah. Which was too bad because I really liked the vibe of Onimusha. I did too, but, yeah, if I had to pick between the two... I'm all I'm all in. Uh, on Dino, Dino Crisis. Crisis, bring it. This is now my new or I've, Lost Planet. I guess they could do Lost Planet, but like that uh, that never had uh, that never resonated like RE and and Dino Crisis. And yeah, all you should do. after watching Dino Crisis on Awesome Games Done Quick, I'm like, yes, that would. So be you great. would play that? I would. Okay, I would play Dino Crisis. I know, you remake. told me the other day you're more scared of ne- you're like too scared of Nemesis to maybe attempt RE three remake. I I'll play it. It's just. You can watch me play. I run circles yeah, around it. I'd rather just sit there and watch you play it. Based yeah. on, like, our. Yeah, if, like I said, go back and watch our live stream from the game of the year deliberations. If you watch David play RE2, I put on a clinic. It was amazing. Like, I would rather just watch you play it than me have to do it and be awful and have that's brisk baby be like, You're hey, a game journalist, suck at video games. So, so our, <laughs> here, here's something. <laughs> this is. Season. I hate the movement. This is. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this? Because we have with us Blake, Wait, who has sh- played. Should we, should we start the show first? I, th- I figured you could just like add that. No, no. I figured we would just go because Blake sings a song. Yeah, he right? does. Yeah, and he hasn't sung a song for us in oh, forever. No, we Blake and I freaking toured Japan since the
1: last one of these. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, so, Blake I sang for Japan. Blake, here is
0: my thought on this. You can tell me if you don't want to do it. If it's a terrible idea, uh-huh. but do it. Um. You know that's it's like the blah, 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 is back. That song I can uh-huh. What if it was the Shack cast is back and that what? was the, the the song for
1: today? The like the Shack cast is back. Yeah. Season two and it's on the attack. The Shaq, <laughs> Shaq cast is back. Yeah. Pet and Lola, smoking some crack. Yeah. The Shaq cast <laughs> is back. Video games and tangential conversation. The Shack Cast is back because you know it's the Shack Cast. Yeah, uh, welcome uh, to the Shack Cast, the official Shack News
0: Podcast, a Shack News season two. I'm your host, Awesome Condom, CEO, Editor in Chief, Chief Puppy Wrangler, and I'm wrangling the puppy this week because she's sitting on my lap because she loves me. Hey, Lola. Damn. The chairpet of the board, Lola, Damn. doing great work, Lola. You did awesome in 2019. I'm super proud of you. Yeah, and I hope that you'll let me serve as CEO for another year. Uh, with me making the long trek across the mean streets of Canton, Ohio. We both drove the mean streets. We of did. Canton today. I actually also made th- the trek because we have an office now. <laughs> I think so. We've had the office for like six-ish months, but I think this is the first. Shackcast we've recorded first Shackcast yeah. ever recorded here yeah. at Shack News Intergalactic Headquarters. We have Lola here. I'll post a video on social of me asking her if she wanted to come to the office today. Um, but yeah, thanks for making the trek over here. Absolutely. Also joining us through a, a series of tubes in the interwebs, Blake Morse, our reviews editor.
1: Whimmy, whammy, wazzle. Exactly. Well uh, said.
0: So there. Take that, bad kitty. That yeah. was an intro in the first ten minutes. Oh, it's oh, a world man. record. Wow, because we We're have getting... so
1: much to talk about. Oh man, I got I got something to talk about. I'll let's give get, him something. It, to yeah, talk let's
0: about. give him something to talk about, Blake. Yeah, Blake. Oh, you played Doom Eternal this week or last week? Yeah, for three hours. Yeah. Everyone was bragging, I played a Doom Eternal for three hours. <sighs> you lucky son of a gun.
1: Oh, my God. It's so good. Is it? It's It really is. Okay. Let's, start, let's start at the top, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Blake, tell me about the combat chess of Doom Eternal, because I think that was the highlight for most people in Doom 2016, the flow of combat and the forward, forward momentum.
1: Oh, man. Let me tell you, when you find the golden path in this game... It feels so. You feel so badass, yeah. Because you're just like hopping from monster to monster and crushing them. I think you used
0: a pretty key word there. Hop. (laughs) You want to get right into this. I I know. I I just. Well, you hate movement, so. I clearly, uh, based on my chatty threads, I must hate this game. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I've seen a lot of video of platforming and dash jumping. He talk about a little bit about that and how it plays into the game.
1: I mean, it's just like instead of walking through a hallway to get from one combat arena to another, they've given you a lot more to explore uh, this time around. So I mean, there's like you could just if you just want to like do the most minimum of traversing, you can. There are going to be some physics puzzles for you to figure out, but it's nothing that you're gonna have to spend too much time thinking about it. Half Life three, three confirmed. What Half Life Three, confirm physics? Yeah, physics. yeah. So like, it's just like you know, like sometimes you'll be like, "Well, I have to like jump onto this and then jump from here to grab this ledge," but there's also this like mystery thing over here, and if I jump this way, I can maybe get to that instead. Uh, there's there was one. There was one thing I had to do that I thought was kind of cool where you have to jump off a platform, fall down, time the du- time, the double jump and then dash forward to get underneath something. If that makes any sense, like you've got to yeah. go below something and then come up after you've gone basically like it.
0: Bayonetta and smash going under- underneath the level.
1: Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> that would be a good analogy. It's apt uh, you know, because this
0: is a platformer now. Yeah,
1: it's. I, you know, the combat is still the main focus. Okay, good. You know, I
0: I know from my, from our time playing it either at Judges Week or at QuakeCon, David and I, um, the one big element that they added was um, fire, that you can burn your enemies with this flamethrower, and that that is a way to get armor. So it's like... There's a trifecta now. Yeah, now it's, yeah, there's these Uh three elements. Glory kill for health chainsaw for ammo and burn their bodies to a crisp for armor right yeah so did the levels that you played did you find yourself using all three of them or did one of them just kind of seem slapped on
1: um i you know you get the you don't get the flame right away oh okay but there were definitely moments uh i would call them moments of desperation (laughs) in which the flamethrower came out like yeah. when I'm when you're when you're getting mobbed upon and like there's just demons all over you and you hit the flamethrower, it's a good way to keep yourself alive until you can get another glory kill to get some health. Okay. You know, because like they they burn as they burn, they're dropping armor. Yeah. And then they drop like a large amount once they're actually killed. Okay. Uh, if they're still on fire. Oh, that's so. right. So
0: while they're on fire and still alive, you can pick up some armor. Uh-huh. that's kind of cool um no that's could even
1: potentially glory glory kill one i think while I they're think. on fire it was pretty frenetic <laughs> so i don't want to like i don't want to say that for sure but yeah i mean especially like to- when i got towards the end of my gameplay there were definitely times where Excuse me, it was it was just all about utilizing everything that i had on hand right right mm-hmm. like, because because it's how you have all the, like, you just got to think of the guns as different tools and you want to use the right tool for the right job. So you're not just super shotgunning the whole time, Mm -hmm. you know, like sometimes you're going to want to whip out your machine gun to take out like one enemy, then bust out a rocket launcher for another type of enemy. Uh,
0: Yeah. I think what Doom got right in 2016, like you had mentioned that desperation, Where it forces you, I think they called it push forward combat, but it forces you to take risks and almost die. And then the glory kill mechanic is there to like help you in those moments where you're about to die. And if you don't get that glory kill, you're done. But because you did, it's super clutch. And then you're like back in business, you know, whereas like every other shooter on earth is shoot, shoot, shoot hide, go find an armor pickup. Or auto regen health. Or yeah, Yeah. hide behind something and then I get all my health back magically. This game was like, no, you're going to have to pick up your health if you want any shot at survival here. But then to not just make it like Quake where, oh, I know the level, I can run the circle, I know where to get the health. No, kill. That's how you get your health. I think that was, I know other games had tried this mechanic before, but... That, to me, like, and it was divisive at the time, but the glory kill mechanic is, like, what made Doom 6- 2016 so great? Yeah, and you know, there there are a lot of complaints. I think we even, there was a, there have been a lot of threads on Chatty about Doom Eternal. I'm shocked. I'm just utterly shocked that the, our, our community cares about Doom, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, the one thread that a lot of people chimed in on that kind of surprised me was that people found the uh, the glory kill mechanic jerky. And I never found it that way because the thing is, I think it has two uh, things working for it. The first is that glory kills are never really longer than like a second and a half. Mm-hmm. And two, you always end facing the same way you started. Yeah. So you can just keep moving forward after the glory kill. It's, it's not like they turn you around or something. That I would complain about. But. Yeah. I never felt... Yeah it screwed with the rhythm at all if anything no. it added to it and it was badass like the animations are ridiculous yeah I mean, like, like I, they're fast it's not yeah. like mortal Kombat fatality is no. it you you keep moving yeah cuz uh mm-hmm. if it if it did break the rhythm that game would have been trash yeah that's why i was really surprised to see that that, that was a complaint
1: that's that's the thing about it is like you get it when you get a groove going and you find that like like i keep calling it the golden path when you find it it feels so good because you're like, boom, glory kill, boom, glory kill, boom, glory kill. Oh shit, there's a cockadeemon. I better shoot it. Throw a grenade in its mouth. Boom, glory kill. You know, like, mm-hmm. you, you start figuring it out. Like, there was one room uh, I went into that I died like two or three times, and then I figured out, okay, I gotta stop running down, like, corridor X. I have to cut left after killing these three guys, and that'll get me. To the upper level, and that I can like wait for the Kalka demons to like come to me, and take them out, and then I can go from there. You know can and you it felt talk good a little bit it. about
0: the weak points in the enemies, because I know that's a big addition to this game. Like, did uh-huh. you get to witness that, and like, how do you? Think oh yeah, that, how do you think that changes things?
1: Um, I mean, it just means that you're gonna be like, like, you know, the proper way to kill an enemy when you face it now. Yeah, if that makes any sense, like you know that like you got to take out the arachnoid's uh, turret on top mm-hmm. of like it's on its tail, and if you can take that out, then you're gonna have an easier time. You know, I figured out how many I uh, they have. Th- you know, you can mod your weapons. Yeah. So you get to choose like I I for the shotgun I chose to mod it so that I could shoot sticky grenades from it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I would launch the sticky grenades at the arachnoid's tail blow that up and then i knew how many grenades it took to get to the glory kill point afterwards too like i you know memorized like how many bullets it would take because you really got to think about like you got to think about every piece of ammo you're spending you know like you can't like really go in blindly and there's definitely some ammo i felt was more valuable than other ammo it seems Uh, like the
0: the weak points though it also created an AI problem and solution for id mm-hmm, where yeah. I saw this I, I think it was giant bomb or someone like I saw this video where I think Brad took out the that turret from right, far away it, yeah and uh, the enemy because it doesn't have a weapon yeah it knows I have to melee the Doom Slayer so it came running at him. so that's what I was gonna comment on I like the fact that if you take out an enemy weak point it makes your job a little easier, but not easy. Like, yeah. the Arachnotron yeah. immediately goes, okay, I'm melee now, and charges you. Yeah. And that can that can be a problem if you take out a bunch of Arachnotron weak points and you have them, like, surging at you, almost like pinky demons, uh-huh. you could create a situation that was worse than the one you were in before. Yeah, it almost would be better to leave some turrets on and then take them out one at a time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's going to create, like, a, a, a strategy. Yeah. And then, like Blake said, there is what I think so interesting about this game is that it's much like a Mario level, there's going to be the right way. You know? The yeah. way. But well, you could do it any way. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I would say a better analogy would maybe be the Breath of the Wild shrines. Yeah, sure. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, like there one. is a solution in mind, but you can, you kind of have a lot of flexibility. Yeah, like, that. here's the rules of the game. Yeah. Here's the, here's the course. Figure it out. Yeah. But there's definitely, like, the one...
1: There is an a optimal
0: way. way. Yeah,
1: there's, there's a, a way. smart way. There's a there's a way to work smarter and not harder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that there's more than one. It's just a matter of like how you want to approach it. Mm-hmm. So you can approach it from a few different angles. You can be like, well, I know there's group of enemy. There's group an en- enemy group A over here, enemy group B over here, and enemy group C. If I start at C, I can work my way around the back. Or I could go for A, blow them all up up front, and then wait for B and C to come to me. Sort of, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you figure out how to get around the little arenas that are made for you and stuff like that. I think and... that's what
0: I'm uh, I'm most looking forward to, uh, what you're talking about, Blake. Like What I loved about Doom 2016 was, and this happened more late in the game, when you have, because I played on Ultraviolence, that to me is like the Doom difficulty level. Mm-hmm. And when that happens late in the game, you have, really varied mobs of enemies which gives you more reason to swap between weapons weapon mods uh power-ups what what i'm really curious about and i don't think you can comment on this blake because i don't believe it was in the gameplay preview but there it is still teasing the sword and i'm wondering how that's going to change up combat because i think about swords in fps games and the, the one that always brings to mind is halo 2 sword and how that, in a lot of ways, almost rendered the gameplay moot, and every every little teaser shot we've got of the sword has just been like doom, the doomslayer slicing and dicing. So I really wonder, like, how the variable of the sword fits in the equation of uh, combat.
1: Honestly, I think that it's just going to replace the chainsaw. Like, I think you're mm-hmm. going to end up with endless like, because now you have to find gas cans to use the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't
0: you have to in the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you have to like. Uh, I think what happens when you get the sword is now you can just hack through anything unlimited.
0: Well, there'd have to be a balance to that, right? Because you like you needed more fuel to take down bigger enemies in the in the previous uh-huh. game, and so they don't want you to just like walk up to a baron in hell, a baron of hell, and like go through a mob of four.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe I mean they might want you to by the time you get to that point.
0: Could be. Yeah. You know,
1: I don't think that that sword's going to come into play till way later in the game. Frankly,
0: I'm actually interested that you mentioned just. Uh, amount of enemies on screen this game has way more enemies on screen than doom 2016 right? it definitely feels like uh-huh. a like a doom 2 inspired yeah sequel yeah where doom 2 yeah. was like more enemies Just mobs and, mobs, and yeah. mobs yeah i i feels i i got a very similar feel from the trailers and even the demo that i tried which admittedly even hugo didn't like it he came out and said that they weren't happy with the QuakeCon demo yeah, so I think like to to kind of elaborate on that, you and I both came away from that Asif with concerns because mm-hmm. we both like Doom twenty sixteen was our game of the year in twenty sixteen. Yeah, I threatened to shut down the website over it. Yes, yes, uh, that was an unprecedented move. But the th- the thing is, like for me, if there's if there's some platforming on the main path, I'm fine with that. But I feel like it would be better reserved for optional exploring like a, a mechanic we haven't mentioned that I, I'm, I'm sure blake can comment on is the one-ups that's yeah, a new addition no, no, no. where if you have one when you die instead of going back to a checkpoint you auto respawn where you died yeah so i feel like those one-ups could be really coveted and if you want to get those then maybe you do have to go through some obstacle courses mm-hmm. but i almost like my my comparison is the batmobile and arkham knight i actually liked it a lot of people didn't but my problem with it was rocksteady shoehorned it into way way too many campaign missions yeah you just felt forced to use it and i i don't i don't know i don't like in the quakecon demo i got stuck at a platforming point i couldn't figure like i could see where i needed to go but i could not figure out how to get there and i wanted to stop playing mm-hmm. i never once felt that at any point of doom 2016 not even the origin tower no 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 because that's so someone there's a really I thought good, it was important to bring that up yes it is and i'm glad you mentioned the argent tower because that's maybe the the biggest example the best example of platforming in doom 2016 yes yeah. but the difference that i've noticed here is that argent tower and really every environment in the last doom what it felt very organic mm-hmm. you could look at argent tower whether you were moving horizontally or vertically and you could see your path ahead in, in Doom Eternal, just from what I've seen, the game, the, the levels look like video game levels. The yeah. Mario course uh. comparison is often used like, uh, like, snidely, mm-hmm. as saying, oh, there's Mario in my Doom. But the thing is, like, Nintendo makes Mario games very gamey because Mario games are just playgrounds. Yeah. But, like, I miss, I don't know how to phrase this, since I haven't played. The full build of doom eternal yet but i i want environments that feel as organic as the argent tower did
1: Mm -hmm. see i think you're gonna get i when you especially the level uh i got to like uh like a cult base Mm -hmm. was like the last thing i played in my demo uh when you get to that cult base it definitely feels more more like an organic level because you're Thing the the way you're getting around is you're looping back on a lot of stuff and you're going through areas more than once. Okay, yeah. okay, and, and and I'm down like with everything kind of and everything kind of ties together. Um, because D- D- Doom has had that think, since the beginning,
0: you know, and that's cool.
1: Yeah, can we talk about the man cave?
0: Yeah, I have some thoughts on that too. There's a hub what, world. Yeah, the hub what world. What the heck is, is this?
1: It's just a chance for you to. This sounds
0: like Quake One, David. I was like, "Wait a second. You know what it sounds like? Actually, it sounds like a like a the love child of Quake, one and Duke three D. Now I, I want to hear <laughs> I want to hear from Blake first because Blake has played it. He saw it first. Yeah, time.
1: can you talk about the Doom guys' man cave? Uh, I got lost in it at one point. <laughs> okay, well, um, ow! I just like uh, it's like go here, and I couldn't really figure it out, and then I got turned around. Uh, and did you see the guitars? The guitars? No, I didn't see the guitar. The Doom I guy think...
0: has like three guitars hanging on the wall. Like one of them's made out of flesh. I have a lot of problems with this man. Kim. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I saw that. And I was losing it. Did you see his bookshelf? Yeah. It's yeah,
1: like I
0: saw. It, it is. It's like a. It's like they have like a whole area of just Doom Dad jokes.
1: I mean, you collect a bunch of chachis and stuff. As you play through, if you're finding all the secret items, so like you'll find like vinyl and action figures. Like you could find the Doom guys in the last game. Yeah, they were the little dolls. They've if, expanded upon that a little bit. So wow. Fun. So I, I wasn't like, making little fun demon of human figures and things. I
0: wasn't making fun of you, Blake. I think the the fact that you got lost though is a little telling. Something I'm worried about. Yeah. The uh, last place you want to get lost in a video game is a is a quote unquote town environment where you're supposed to feel at home. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't get lost in my house. I don't know about you guys, but um, <laughs> here's here's my issue. I get that it like Doom 2016 had a sense of humor, mm-hmm. but it was also very consistent in terms of its world building and characterization.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I I think aspects of the man cave, from what I have heard and seen, seem pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah. and my thing is like the Doom Slayer. Was brought back to life at the beginning of Doom 2016 for one purpose. He's a killing machine. He doesn't have a house. He doesn't collect guitars. He's not reading books. He's not listening to music. This guy, like the story in Doom 2016, was actually really good because Doom guy was consistent. All he cared about was ripping and tearing. You know, Samuel Hayden is like, "Oh, argent energy," and Doom guy is like, "Fuck that!" and just smashes things. Yeah. Why is this guy suddenly sitting down with a book? (laughs) <laughs> Why is he learning how to play guitar? I don't like that like they're trying to make him Duke Nukem. I think it's dumb. <laughs> I think it's really dumb. Duke wow, That's And it's literally. it's not consistent with the character that they built. They wanna have they wanna be video gaming,
1: uh, which to a point. it's like one room in a giant, like Doom. No, no, castle. No, no. But but
0: it's discordant. And nothing about his characterization in Doom twenty sixteen was discordant. Everything gelled together. I'm not saying it's like, oh, this is a five out of ten. I'm not saying that. No. Look, I'm saying that they worked so hard. To build a certain world and characterization, in the last game, and from this one, you—they're already kind of breaking. I think.
1: I think somebody that rips and tears that hard in life would probably shred a guitar. But he wouldn't want to. Why? He would want to kill he, something else. You so, don't think that he's into doom metal? What do you no. think?
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm because this is kind of I'm going on a I'm on a trend here. Okay, you may find a trend to my questions. The. Uh, I don't know. It's like when you when you power up or something or you see the Doom guy's reflection, very <laughs> Samus Aaron-like. Yeah, people are like, that's so innovative. I'm like, yeah. did you not play Metroid Prime? That whole Metroid Prime but, yeah, thing. Yeah. What do you think of that? Because that also is an attempt to humanize the, de- the Doom Slayer. I, I think. Well, Blake, you chime in because you probably experienced that time. Like, you saw it, right? Yeah, what did you think of that? And like, do you think it's like, does it break immersion? Does it
1: add anything? It,
0: it just seems like they're they're they just want trying it to kind
1: of be like the old Doom face. They're just trying to get the old Doom face in there, like Doom guy's face.
0: That I don't really mind because yeah, that's cool.
1: Like here, well, that's l- what it seemed to me at least. Okay,
0: the shot I saw in the gameplay video was him picking up quad damage. Uh-huh. There's more proof that Quake is dead. By the way, they just put Quad Damage in Doom. No, it was in. It wasn't. It was in. I know I know, I know. I know. I'm saying they're already merging worlds. There, they have been for a while. <laughs> but here's the thing: when, when he picks that up, his eyes are like bulged and veiny. Yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Because like that to me, like mm-hmm. Doom guy with Quad Damage is quintessentially Doom guy. Mm-hmm. That's ripping and tearing on steroids. Yeah, and I, like <sighs> I don't mind the reflection. I think it makes sense. I think it's cool. I think what if B.J. Blazkowicz... Doom guy oh boy. and Ranger, yeah, are all the same guy. <gasps> the lore, I'm just saying. The lore, I'm just saying. I've seen BJ Blazkowicz smile though. I don't think Doom guy Ranger. That smile. That was before he was in a wheelchair. Oh, that's true. Yeah, like yeah. I, I'm just saying. It's it's because that would make this whole nonsense of the yes, Quake is dead. Okay, fine. It's good. It's dead. I'm not happy. About it. I'm just telling you. Have you, if you've been following me on uh, on Chatty, uh, which I'm sure you're not, Blake, but I've been I've been posting <laughs> about. Uh, I've
1: been I've been trolling in Chatty more. I've been
0: posting about the origin of ShackNews.com. Yeah. Because we're celebrating our 24th anniversary in 2020. Mm-hmm. But guess what? No one knows when it started. We cannot find. The first post. We just know it was 1996. I saw it. No, now what we have figured out is that September 12th, 1996, Blue over at Blues News mentioned that that scary name, aka Steve Gibson, registered quakehole.com. So remember, Scary's quakeholio was not quakeholio.com. It was quakehole.com. Right. That's what we've learned so far. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have a pizza party next year on September 12th to celebrate the 25th anniversary. Okay. Unless we figure out when the actual first post was because that wasn't the first post. Have we thought of asking Blue? I bet he would know. Blue? Yeah. I I think. Let me rephrase. I think he would have a better chance of knowing than a lot of others so far unless Steve Gibson decides to reply to an email. Do you think Steve even knows? Yeah, I bet he does. I bet he does. Do you think so? Yeah. Okay. I might ask him. Yeah. I feel bad when I email Steve. Like I I, I, don't. I'm I still like, email him usually once a year. So he gets back to me. He gets back to me too, but I always I don't like, want to bother him. Look, uh, look, uh, having run Shaq News now for five freaking years, like. You understand. I'm like, God, you the understand. last thing that he wants to do is talk about Shaq News yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the first post. He's like, I don't know. I'm 80. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> He's not 80, but like, uh, anyway, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you happen to know what day it was that Shaq News posted, it wasn't even Shaq News, No, the first scary post, which I believe was a screenshot of Q-Test or an interview with John Carmack. It was one of the two things. I can't remember. I know I saw it. That's what's driving me nuts, is I saw it. I was there. I was there the first post. Yeah. And now I can't find it. It seems important. It, yeah, it is for a website to know its first post and yeah. to honor it and to like have a day that we can point to as our birthday. Yeah. We don't know our birthday. We're so old that we don't even know our birthday. That's what I think is fascinating
1: No about one this. thought the internet would be around this long.
0: No one thought that Shaq News would be around this long, and what's fascinating is that you can go into like all sorts of different wikis. Shaq News' reference is referenced as one of the first blogs ever made. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. But here's one thing that I did find, and I just had to mention it. There was a permalink on QuakeHolio, originally, called FTP for My Bunghole. And that's just good stuff right there. That's good stuff. That's all I got to say. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so whenever anyone tells me, oh, you're not being professional. You're not acting professionally as CEO of Shaq News. I think about the founder and how he had a permalink on the site that said FTP for my bunghole. Mm -hmm. And I know. It's clever. I like that. I thought it was great. I I, want to bring it back somehow. I don't know how, but... uh, Anyway, that was a weird tangent about Quake Holio and Quake. and But anyway, yeah, Quake's dead. Yeah. It's in a dumpster out back. <laughs> we have Quake. It's just in a dumpster. We have Quake Champions in the dumpster out back. It doesn't even know. It doesn't. It, they, no one's paying attention. No. Yo, oh, yeah. You know what happened in between the last podcast and this one? I tried to play Quake Champions deathmatch the day it came out. Yep. 19 and a half minutes to find a match. That's inexcusable. Couldn't even populate it fully. That's inexcusable. Only found five other people. There were six of us who wanted to play Deathmatch the day it launched. Two years into this early access, magumbo. Yep. Ha. So much of that sentence is wrong. But yeah. Um... I, you know, we David and I have been talking about it, like, and I, I used to think, and there's threads about it still, but hey, let its software actually make a quake game in the style of Doom 2016 and watch how great it would be, and I don't know, I just I think it would be redundant. <laughs> I guess. Let's see how this multiplayer plays out, because Blake, your demo did not include
1: battle mode, right?
0: No, that's
1: weird. I don't think that's going to be part of the game at launch.
0: Actually. What? Oh no, no, no! It. it I think it will. They would have come out and said by now. I mean, there's still two months until Doom. Well, a little less than two months until Doom Eternal launches. I, I feel like February will be there. Uh, we'll, we'll get a multiplayer demo. Maybe not. We as in like downloadable, Maybe. but there'll be another event. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking it'd be kind of cool to have. I know they did a beta for Doom multiplayer in sixteen. Yeah, they could do that again. Definitely. In in fact, it would be more beneficial because you need as many people as possible to play this new battle. Yeah, and it would be, it would be very—it's software of them to do that. Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know who's left there that remembers Quake test, a Q test, but Marty—they remember the Doom 2016 beta. Yeah, and I remember the response on Chatty was overwhelmingly negative. Yeah, and there were a couple of us that were like, "Hey, what if this game's good?" I, we were one of, the, we were two of those people. We were two of the people out there that were like, "Hey, let's this, wait, let's let's see." Like, I was like, "You know what? This might not be the worst thing." Yeah, and now it's the opposite. Things have completely flipped on the Chatty. Like, you say anything negative about it, oh man, mm-hmm. you have people just. They'll never forget. It was a reply to a wicked thread. Well, we stepped in it there. I really shouldn't have done that. Yeah, uh, That's on you. And I, I made some you. ridiculous claims. I was like, I said that out of the three things I said, the Doom one was the least ridiculous. What did you say? I don't remember. I said Facebook would acquire Verizon this year. Mm-hmm. That was my crazy news story. I said PS five would get delayed. And I said <laughs> Doom would be disappointing. Doom Eternal. Oh, and yeah. the only thing that they snap they held on to rebel, rebel. Was the Doom Eternal comment because I said that it might be disappointing. I said it could be it could be one of those things where sixteen is so good that it's hard to live up to that. My whole thing has been and I loved Doom twenty six. I love Doom. Doom is one of my favorite properties ever. Yeah. But like Part of me isn't expecting to enjoy Doom Eternal as much, a lot, because like Doom 2016 was so fresh. It was also the first new Doom game in 12 years. Yeah. yeah. So this one I think will be good, but I I don't, I'm not, I, I don't know. I'm not as excited about it as Doom 2016. I think that Breath of the Wild 2 runs the risk of the same disappointment that they made these wonderful games that the bar is super, super high. That's all I'm saying. In that regard, yes, but I trust Nintendo a lot more than I trust it these days. Yeah, look at Quake Champions. Exactly. Look at Rage 2. Yep. You know? No, and look at Bethesda. Yeah. Look at ZeniMax. Yeah. Look at what Bethesda has done in the last... Look at Fallout 76. I maintain that Doom Eternal is make or break for id Software. God, I hope not. I think uh, Quake Champions was a... It's a bona fide disaster. Do you think that's why Tim Willits left? Yeah. yeah. That dude couldn't design his way out of a paper bag. <laughs> He's like, oh, I made Quake Live. I'm like, dude, it's Quake 3 in a web browser. That game was handed to you on a silver platter. John Carmack made Quake Live. Yeah, he did. But Tim <laughs> Tim takes credit as lead designer. I'm like, again, that game has existed since 1999. Also, <laughs> Tim Willits was the lead designer of Rage 1, so Ugh. yeah. Rage 2, the no one asked for this game of the year. We should have done that. Why didn't we do that? That's brilliant. We we were busy crapping on Quake Champions. True. And you know what? Shame on you, Quake Champions. I, I If I could play that game, I would. I, that's all I'm saying. Like If I could actually fire it up and within two minutes be in a game that's populated with people... Yeah. I would. I actually like it, alas. I like the mechanics. Yeah. I even like the stupid hero mechanics. They're fine. Galina or th- scale bear. But like th- that's yeah. it. Yeah. And you know the guy who shoots himself up is okay. But yeah. anarchy. I've played this game enough to know these people's stupid names. Yeah. I got to say Quake Champions was a game that made me go like, "You know what? I think I think we're good, Quake. I think we're good." <sighs> I got Doom over here. I'm I'm all right. Yeah, but Doom multiplayer in 2016 sucked. I I maintain that it wasn't bad. It was just completely bland. It felt like a mediocre Halo it, game. It did, yeah. And then the single player, but felt you amazing. could play it. <laughs> you didn't have to wait 19 minutes to find a match. I guess you know. Um, but it it I I'm bummed out because there's always been a shooter for me. Mm-hmm. I really don't feel like there is one right now. I don't think there was one for me in in 2019. Nothing really stood out FPS wise. The only game that I really like, it didn't come out in 19, but I played it a decent amount in 19 was Insurgency: Sandstorm. Mm, yeah, that uh, I think Crabs Gerard liked that a lot too. Yeah, that, really like that. Yeah, that game is cool because it was PvE, it was PVE uh, e, right? And it mm-hmm. was like you could team up with people and you were taking down these areas. It it was really well designed and well balanced. But there was no pick up and play shooter. Yeah, and the, the one that's for everyone is Call of Duty, and I hate that game. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm not. So like, Duty. I I don't like Call of Duty games. So there, it felt like Destiny isn't for me. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't, I really don't like Destiny too. Um, well, uh, Borderlands, Blake, Blake is yeah. on the Borderlands. Train. Borderlands is I was really say good. That. Borderlands 3 is very good. I will say that. But it's not a competitive shooter. I want no. I want a game I can pick up, I'm in a match 2 minutes later and I'm done 20 minutes later. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if that. Yeah, if that, 10 <laughs> you know. minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean like but like, oh, I'll play two games, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Halo or even Overwatch. You know what I mean? Like I hate that game. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Or TF2. Yeah. You know, like, something like that. There isn't something like that right now Mm-mm. that is appealing. And that's a bummer. Like, there needs to be a game like that. And I think there's still a market for that. And oddly enough, Splatoon 2 was that game for me. I played that game. ever, Like, every Splatfest I was in, like, mm-hmm. I really liked that game. Mm-hmm. But last year, like, what did I end up doing instead? My pickup and play for a few minutes game was Tetris 99. Mm-hmm. That was my multiplayer game, and that was great. They nailed it, but it sucked. Like Quake, Quake. If if it if I could play it, it would fill that void, and I can't. And that sucks. Yeah. And that's their fault. That's it's shameful to be in early access that long, yeah. and to have re to have to reboot your esport. Because there's so few players yeah, that you don't even leaving. have teams anymore? Yeah. They had to split up Rafa and DeHang. Those two guys are badasses. Here's have the- you ever seen them play 2v2? I have. They're yeah. amazing. The thing is, the thing that really gets me is that they seem to have overestimated the interest in another professional Quake game to begin with because that that user base was already very concentrated. We liked Live. live. Yeah. We were all very happy with Quake Live. Right. We didn't need another And, they, game. and Tim Willett said, no, I'm killing Quake Live because Quake Champions is it. Yeah. It's not it. No. It, it, Quake Champions could have been a mode that you added to Quake Live, mm-hmm. and none of this would have happened. Yeah, pull an EverQuest. If you want to release, like, a, an enhanced graphics pack or something, do that. Yeah, yeah. But don't kill the game that people still want to play. Mm-hmm. The saddest... Here, we'll wrap up this this Quake eulogy. and We'll never talk about it again until the next episode. <laughs> right. Um <clears throat> Claws, back-to-back quake, cha- quake con champion, mm. quit, did not even defend his title. Yeah. Because there wasn't even a valid tournament at QuakeCon last year. It was the beginning of this eSports reboot. He's playing Apex now. Yep. The best Quake player in the world, quit after back-to-back championships, And is now playing Apex. And yeah, there's another game that's not for me. I really don't care. I didn't get it. It's fine. But I don't want to play a Battle Royale. Mm -hmm. That's my problem. I don't have 20 minutes to just play one game. Yeah. I don't. the, The whole circle closing in or the moving of the safe area, it just gets boring. It's like a lot of nothing in between short gunfights where like Quake when done right or Halo when done right, super engaging. You're never, you can't just put your controller down during one of those games. No. You don't don't want to. No, you'll die. Yeah. It's just, it's so weird that the meta has shifted in shooters towards camping. Mm Mm-hmm. How long did we uh, rail against uh, campers? You would be derided when I was in high school if you were a camper. That you'd be called a dirty camper. Yeah, filthy campers. Yeah. And now it's like the whole meta is camping. Yeah. Like what the hell happened? Who let this happen? Is this Shaq News's fault? No, this is this is more of the, the mainstream casual market. But you know what? Out there there's underscore John in the chatty mm-hmm. who organizes these old school Shaq battles. I participated in the T F two one a few weeks ago. It was great. Okay. So occasionally we do play good FPS games, but Few and far between. I guess Escape from Tarkov is kinda cool. Like they're they're doing some interesting things, but that's like super hard mode. That's like that Arma three style of like almost too simmy for me. Yeah. Like I want fun, quick, easy. Not easy, but like Easy to pick up and more play. Accessible. Easy to pick to up and play. Hard to master. Yeah. There's not a shooter like that out there right now. I I think Doom Eternal could fill that void. From everything Blake has said, from the videos I've watched, oh. I just I have a few small concerns, but you know we'll see. Yeah, like, and I I just I want to know yeah. more about battle mode. That was that's the thing that, that like could
1: that would be nice.
0: Yeah, it would be that mode could be real like super fun for shack battles mm-hmm. if it's good. And, and then, if the, and if there's an audience after like a month, I think what Blake, I think what they mentioned is that they're not going to ship with the invasion mechanic. That's what I although heard. they did show that in the video previews. Yeah. yeah, I but I heard that it might not ship with it. Hmm. So I don't, I don't know. You know, the one video I saw, and Blake might be able to chime on this, but one guy described it as: you're not invaded by a player; you are inv- invaded by. The AI demon that killed killed a a player. Yeah. So.
1: That was in the game.
0: Yeah. Okay, that was in the game. Yeah, that is in the game. That's how it works in Diablo 3, too. Like, every now and then, this, like, Diablo esque clone called a nemesis will spawn, and it will say, like, Slayer of Amy, (laughs) Slayer of. You're going to see so many Slayer of Ossif, Slayer of Earl Divicks. Oh, dude. (laughs) It's all, it's all you're gonna see
1: in all your playthrough. All of Slayer my demons, of Briefcase Man.
0: <laughs> all of my demons will look like Mario because I'll die on those damn platforms. <laughs> it'll be Bowser. It'll be Bowser. Slayer but, <laughs> Slayer of David. It'll yeah. just be it'll just be <laughs> it's Bowser. Bowser.
1: It's Bowser. The other thing I would note is like you guys haven't had a chance to play it from the beginning. Yeah. Like everything is like cat. Gradually introduced that's for you to wrap That's your head a very around. good point.
0: That is a good point. Uh that was and, and they, that's actually something I said after QuakeCon last year. I said, you know, we didn't start from level one, so it might be me not having like seen the mechanics introduced. Yeah, we were commenting on a vertical slice. Yeah. And that's all yeah. we were doing. Yeah. And uh what I think's cool, the game's clearly done. They had the whole game there to play. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, the platform the platforming was a major concern of mine after E three last year too but it felt a lot more natural having played from the beginning.
0: I would say you say that. Blake in, in the in the few hours you spent with it, would you say that you encountered a lot of platforming on the critical path or did it feel more optional like oh I see a power up over here I have to do some jumps I'll go do that if I want to?
1: The pain in the ass stuff was a lot more optional. Okay. The, okay. the critical the critical path stuff was there like towards the towards like the end. It got a little tougher because there were like, there were some, but there nothing was like something I couldn't do on the first try. If that made any, if that makes any sense, like there were like some platforms where you had to time it. So as they fell, you would jump to the next one, and then dodge some spinning fireballs like Mario Brothers style. But like,
0: I just thought of a question I want to ask them. I need to write it. To yeah. Me. Okay.
1: It was all. That's
0: good to hear. Okay. It
1: was like it like really wasn't anything like overly pain in the ass.
0: Okay. That's good to hear. Yeah. So why? I I know that they weren't super open with this question, but I'm kind of curious what you think, having played it now, again.
1: Why do you think they delayed it? Just like I asked them, I straight up asked Hugo what they've been doing. I mean, he's like just making sure everything's as polished as possible, that there's no bugs, like there's nothing to break the game. There, there's, there's no exploits that they don't want people. To nothing be able against
0: to your question, but that's I mean that's the boilerplate answer. Like why'd you delay? Well, for polish. Like that's what they always say.
1: Yeah, it just seems uh-huh. like. Like I was asking if they were adding anything additionally into the game, and if they were, he kept his mouth shut about it. I don't
0: think they were adding anything, but I just know from my playthrough at Judges Week. He was over my shoulder watching me break the game. And he was like, "How did you break it?" Just like once I understood the meat hook, mm. I like didn't have to touch the ground. Oh, interesting. Yes, the speedrunning <laughs> will be pretty fun to watch. I like, I was just in the air for like a good 40 seconds, Blake. You know, between Caco demons and like double dash and then another Caco demon and then meat hook and like did you get to mess around with the
1: meat hook? No, I didn't get to the meat hook, but Oh, okay. I got I did this I uh, I one of the uh, rune abilities that I unlocked was the ability to slow down time while I'm aiming in the air. Yeah. And there was like a room I went into that had a bunch of like monkey bars that I could swing off of. <laughs> cool. So I just straight up like would jump on the bar, aim, shoot a um, demon, jump on the bar again. And I just like circled around the room doing that. Yep. Uh, and took out everything.
0: I just, re- like, it was just funny because there was like four of us playing <sighs> in this very small room. And yeah. Hugo was just mm-hmm. kind of walking around watching everyone. He got stuck watching me because he was just like, I, I could see hmm. this look on his face where he was like, that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that this game... You remember within, I think, 24 hours of Doom 2016's launch, there was already a speedrun of the full game on Ultra Nightmare? Yeah. I think we're going to see some really, really fun playthroughs from pro Doom players whose job it is to know and do all the awesome stuff with the platforming and the chess combat yeah. and all that, you know? Yeah, no, I and... Look, I want the game to be good. I do too. And I love I, Doom. The only concern I have is that it does it. It runs the risk of not feeling the same like Doom. Yeah, and that that could be bad. But you know, maybe it's a good thing. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess. Oh, th- oh, one more question for Blake. Uh huh. Blake, I saw. I think Ozzy mentioned this in his write up, but I saw that one other power up besides the flamethrower. Uh, some people have mentioned like an ice projectile where you can freeze a bunch of enemies.
1: Oh, you can opt to get a freeze grenade.
0: Oh, cool. Okay.
1: Yeah. So you yeah, there's alts for everything. Essentially, everything has an alt fire.
0: So, so one thing I wondered was, uh, I remember in Bioshock, if you used the freeze plasmid and ki- and killed an enemy, the the drawback to making the enemy easier to kill is you didn't get any drops. Did you notice that if you kill frozen enemies in Eternal, do you get drops like health? I don't
1: anything? recall.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm interested in that.
1: Well, I mean, you only get drops for, you know, special kills. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. and I, I believe they just, like, cracked, like, ice. So it wasn't really a glory kill or anything like that.
0: Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Did, can you talk a little bit about the settings? Did you get to see a lot of different places in your playthrough? or Because I know you're oh, going, yeah. you go to Earth, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, you go to Earth. You go to... uh you go to like a destroyed town, and then you go to like a uh, ancient temple. So, then you go to occultists. Uh, so there's humans. That. They're like alive. Um, not that. Yeah, there are live humans, but you don't interact with any of them. You mostly just interact with the people that have sacrificed their bodies to become like zombie demons. Oh, but. Oh but there there is like uh there is like um like those three demon popes, right uh I That's can't a badass
0: remember. band name, demon popes,
1: the demon popes, yeah,
0: I think I know what you're talking about are they in the trailers like you or people cannot be saved, and yeah, doomslayers just like grunt and then he saves
1: then yeah, he saves them rips ones. and tears, yeah. yeah, but like the cultist is like. The cult leader is telling everybody that you've invaded stuff like that but they might just be talking to all the demons for all i know
0: i do you remember but it with, um, sounds like in the uh in the reveal for doom eternal i think the first glimpse of that game we saw was a first person view of doomslayer walking through a room of scientists and yeah. everyone would like get out of the way and like he he walked up to a guy with a key card on his neck and the guy was like cringing away doomslayer like grabs him by the key card around his neck <laughs> drags him over To me, like, that's the Doom Slayer. Yeah. He doesn't care about Mm -hmm. the people. He doesn't care about all the fancy schmancy science they're doing. He's like, I need this key to get through the door to get the gun to kill the thing. Yep. Yep. That's Uh the Doom Slayer. Yep. So I'm interested. The
1: impression that I get is the Doom Slayer is still the Doom Slayer. But Uh, he's literate. But (laughs) he. I mean, they weren't the most intense books. It was like
0: stupid things yeah dork norcom would have been a good shack name though i agree with that post yeah. i can't remember who said it yeah. uh so yeah for season two i think i'm gonna get rid of the worst shacker tier list really oh no screw it. here strong it is contenders here it right? is yeah okay so something that happened after we introduced the delete uh character function or delete account uh, name delete account name yeah it's a way to get around perma bans. Mm-hmm. Cuz there's no record of your existence after you delete your account. Yeah. You become deleted and then a bunch of numbers afterwards. Um <laughs> So this this there's a there's a poster. His name's Joral Covid. I'm going to give him 1 2 and 3 this week because he has multiple usernames. One is Hillary's gaping anus. Oh, that's right. Yeah. One is Hillary's prolapsed anus. And then there's just good old Joral Coven. Who any like messages me? It's weird. And th- like all three of those accounts will message the mods. So yeah, those three accounts, they're the worst shacker. Congratulations, Wikus. You are not on the list
2: <laughs> this
0: week. This week. So uh if you're out there, Jorl, just stop. Like, it's it's a game of shit, poster, whack-a-mole mm-hmm. that has been created by me. But I, I still think that now, like, we're not a y- even a year removed from implementing this, but I, I think it's about six months in. Uh, I'm still glad that I did this. I think people should be able to control their, their mm-hmm. post history and their, their data. Mm-hmm. Uh And I think we're kind of forward thinking with this. I think that the governments will catch up to where Shackney's is with our policy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, a side effect is that you have these really awful posters and they just keep coming back. Uh, And then you have a lot of posters like not work safe deleted his account. Yeah. And then he came back as safe for work. <laughs> stuff like that's happening. And that's two right there. I was like, "That's great." Yeah. Uh, so I don't. I'm not upset to see stuff like that. And I, I hope that if you're out there and you delete your account, that you do come back. Like it's it's a. What I don't understand, I I there was already a procedure in place to change your username. Mm-hmm. If you change your username, message the chat. Message the mods. Duke nuked. And we will permaban your old account so you can't post from both, but you can post from your new one and no one will know. Mm. We'll know, but we're not going to tell anyone unless the mod board leaks, which it wouldn't matter if the mod board leaks because we haven't posted to the mod board since 2014. <laughs> I We quit using it. Yeah. Uh, we use Slack. Yeah. So yeah, like it, unless Slack, uh, now if the mod Slack leaked,
1: that, would be, that
0: yeah. would be interesting. Yeah. You would just see Dognos and me sending Bernie Sanders stuff back and forth. <laughs> That's basically all it is. Yeah. And Lola pictures. I do the same thing that I do to our, our staff. I just post Lola pictures in the mod Slack. It's actually the the Slack logo for mod Slack is a picture of Lola. Appropriate. Yeah, because she she loves them. She thinks they're doing a great job. And yeah, shout out to our mods. They're 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 it's a thankless job.
1: They're mm-hmm. fighting the good fight.
0: Yeah, and especially Dognos yeah he's, he's the man he's just him coming back was like the best thing to happen to the chatty mm-hmm. in a long time and he reads all of our articles and I, there's a lot of people out there who like are really into what we're doing you know and he's one of them so yeah mm-hmm. we like we like you dog knows even though you're probably not listening to this podcast i don't think he listens to podcasts he should just like smoke a bowl play some left for dead 2 and listen to the Shaqcast in the background. He'll he'll message me though and be like, "Hey, uh, I want to make a thread about Army of Techno." And he's like, "What what should I link?" Oh, cool. And then I was like, "Here's like some videos of you know, because uh, I because I was excited about playing live in Japan, I I recorded all of my sets and posted them mm-hmm. on YouTube. I even recorded someone else's sets and they didn't post any of them. Soon. I even offered to do it the whole thing. Blake,
1: I thought you'd be all over that. Oh my god! Let me tell you something. I'm in (laughs) three bands. (laughs) Uh, Oh, and I'm playing drums for another band coming up at a show. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I'm not really a drummer. Yeah, but I can play the punk drums.
0: Yeah, punk drums are. It's not like you're you're not doing some intense jazz drumming, you know. (laughs)
1: honestly i started with jazz jazz is easy for me my body just naturally swings tempos
0: but that's for most people that's tough dude that's like if you could if that's what i mean like if you could do that punk is like i could be a punk drummer and i suck at drumming
1: i got gout i can't
0: be doing that Mm -mm. two foot pedals nope it's
1: Uh, weird yeah, my kick drum is sloppy. I'll say that much. It's my tough. kick is sloppy. Yeah, the kick but, is... Uh, that's
0: your left. What? No, your right foot.
1: Right foot. Yeah. yeah.
0: Left foot, yeah. For some reason, same with me, man. The hi-hat was easier than the, the kick drum.
1: Yeah, it's just I, I think easier. we tap
0: our toes with our left. I don't know. But yeah. you're a lefty. Who, I don't even know how that works.
1: Well, drums, I don't know. There's left-handed drum kits. I've tried it before. I can really tell a difference. Yeah. Like, Drum Kids, it's really easy to make it left-handed. You're like, I'll just put the snare and the hi-hat over here instead of over here. But, um... Okay, so one other thing
0: happened while we were gone. Yeah. Death Stranding came out. It's not very good. Oh, oh, you have changed your tune! Yeah, I I hit episode four, and I was like, oh, man, I don't think I... I wish this. you'd played episode four before the Game of the Year debate. I... Yeah, I do. I wish I did. Yeah. But... I... That game could have been good. And it it's not. It's not bad. It's not a bad game. It's not. It's just... You have to be on some kind of crack to think it's better than Breath of the Wild. Agreed. You have to be on some kind of crack cocaine to, to think that. And I'll get into that in another episode. But I just... Because that game came crack out... Crack cocaine? Wait... Yeah, we'll get. Say uh, you're
1: gonna get into crack on another episode. Yeah, or, we're gonna yeah. get
0: really into crack. That's episode four of season two. Yeah.
1: So are we? Here's a question. <laughs> when it comes
0: to numbering this, should we just keep the number? Like it's. Oh six, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's season. This, it's season two, episode one. No. 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 It's 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 S O two E O one. I
0: can't. But have uh, we ever even Cognitive. done an episode 50? Is this episode 50? I think this, we already did. Let's go check. Are we recording episode 50 right now? Uh, <laughs> no, this is episode <laughs> 59. Oh. You know what our last episode was called? What? How to Spell Death Stranding. <laughs> that was a search, right? No, it was because everybody. Wrote a guide on it. No, like kojima even like i've seen so many people tweet uh you know like we follow holographic jeff on twitter um, like holographic Jeff, Keely. have you seen that guy yes he's pretty great yeah um but like i've seen people tweet death strand dig death Strading, <laughs> and then like kojima still retweets them yeah because he doesn't care he's like i'll take it he's like they're talking about my game yeah it's that it's the captain jack sparrow like you're the worst pirate i've ever heard of but you have heard of me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey it, I, i'll stand by my stance that that was the best ps4 game to come out last uh, year it was a slow Pretty year for publicity
1: PS4. is good publicity but anyway um, i mean days gone days gone was like the only other exclusive well
0: and concrete Genie. <laughs> You yeah, know, oh concrete genie. This year when Demon Souls Remastered comes out on PS5, I'll have a new Bandwagon to jump on. That's if PS5 comes out this year. It better. They don't want to fall behind. Microsoft it's ran Microsoft Sony uh, last generation because they Sony waited a year to put out the PS5. That's not going to happen. No sir. Man. I don't know how. I don't understand why Anyone needs to buy these new consoles. I mean, I won't. Exclusives. What exclusives exist for Xbox anymore? It's all on Game Pass. It's all on PC. Yeah, that's the thing. I play Xbox games on PC. And they even (laughs) said, like nothing's going to be exclusive to Xbox Series X in the first year. And as far as exclusives on PS5 go, we don't know of any yet. None. The only PlayStation exclusive this year that I care about so far is Last of Us 2, which I will play on PS4. I'm interested in Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, that's this year, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I want to play that, too. Yeah. Those two games look really cool. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. Last of Us 2. Well, I think that'll be great. Mm -hmm. Naughty Dog makes super polished, great games. Yeah. They know how to tell a story. Yeah. Um... Sometimes they have multiplayer in their games. sometimes they don't. Yeah. This one won't. Uh but yeah, I Sony's really in a weird place. They could They are. This could be a But they're supposed to unveil PS five next month. Right? That's the rumor. They're holding an event in New York. That's if in that's February according to 4chan. So I believe everything 4chan Yeah, I mean, like, it's really a question of if you believe that 4chan leak, and I'm not sure I do or don't. I just, it wouldn't surprise me for them, for there to be a delay this year of a console. Because think about how many delays of games there have been. It's been, it'll be seven years this November, though. I think they've been ready for a while. Okay. I do. Bet. Taco. No delay. Okay. Alright, I'll bet you one taco. Alright. is here as a witness. Blake's here as a witness.
1: Mm-hmm. Blake, what do you think?
0: Delay or two consoles in, in November, December?
1: Uh, I think it's going to be a double console year. I definitely don't think... Oh, yeah.
0: We should mention
1: but this. But it's essentially you. like the same console in two different cases. Yeah. yeah. Same uh,
0: AMD processor and GPU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a little bit more RAM on the Xbox from what I've heard. Yeah. But what isn't coming out this year is a Switch Pro. I'm telling you that right now. No way. Switch DS. No. You they got, you got the Switch Lite, and it's not Lamb cannibalizing shells. sales. You know what they're going to do? They're going to make an Animal Crossing Switch Lite. Oh, yeah. It's, it's time for make the a Zelda. yeah They're going to make the... a Zelda Switch Lite. They're going to do this Switch Lite. All right. Another, Switch another taco. Switch Pro this year. Yeah, okay. 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 I'll take that. Uh, no way.
1: I got a taco that says Metroid this year. No. Nah. Well, Crash Here's Bandicoot, a question, they,
0: they rebooted it since the last tra- teaser. Before we wrap up, though, right. what the hell is Nintendo doing this year? Outside of
1: Animal Crossing. Crash Bandicoot in Smash Bros.
0: You know what? I'll, I'll tell you. You want to know? <laughs> yeah, what? There's a hot new racing game coming to Switch this year, and it's called Mario Kart 9.
1: I'll, I'll Diddy die. Kong, Diddy Kong Racing
0: too. Don't play with my heart, Blake.
1: Diddy Kong Racing would be amazing.
0: Don't play with my heart. But F Zero Twitter would die if either of those things happened All twenty of you would hey, be super pumped. Hey, <laughs> there's more than twenty of us. There are dozens of us. Here's what's happening. Dozens. Yeah, I'm writing we are so- legion. I'm, I'm writing something about this. Okay. Switch Online has that SNES app. Yeah. One of the best things on there is F Zero. You have a whole generation of people that are discovering F Zero, and they're getting into speed running it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm the old, I'm the elder statesman of F Zero Twitter. I yeah. must be the oldest person who likes F Zero. Yeah, I think Jeff over at Giant Bomb likes it too. But like, that's it. It's us two. And then there's like, I'm like, I started looking at a, there's a hashtag Operation Mute City hashtag Revive F Zero. I'm I'm reading these tweets, and I'm like, these kids are like 16, 12, like young. And boy, they are really weird. It's like it's like uh <laughs> Sonic fans.
1: Oh, jeez. Oh no. You know how weird what...
0: Sonic fans are, right? Yeah. So like I follow these people on Twitter and I see their retweets. And I'm like, oh my god, like this is F Zero Twitter? This is not F-Zero Twitter 10 years ago. Something has happened in the last year. I'm telling you, something has happened in the last year. F-Zero is pure racing. It takes skill to win an F-Zero race. You can win in a Mario Kart race and suck for two and a half laps. I will say that is and not... And then you get the bullet bill and then... Oh, that, look, I'm the best. That doesn't happen nearly as often Mario Kart 8, but overall, you're right. It still happens. There's still rubber band effects, and even when you're in the lead, the CPU has a rubber band. Mm-hmm. 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 Agreed. I watched the Awesome Games Done Quick F-Zero uh, run. I watched the Classic Games Done Quick F-Zero run. There is a reverence for F-Zero among racing game fans, not party game fans. Oh, you want to talk about... I mean, you want to bring Smash Brothers into this. That's a little blow. Bro. Hey, (laughs) Smash Brothers is a celebration of gaming. Uh, So is Mario Kart. I love Mario Kart. Yeah, you love it so much you stole every single mechanic from F-Zero X. Yeah. Every single mechanic. Stolen. You know what? You have the engine. It's sitting right there. Yeah. Make an F-Zero game, Nintendo. You're ridiculous. I don't think Nintendo will. I think they will pull a Metroid Prime and they will... Choose a studio they trust. I still say Criterion should make an F-Zero game. Tell me how badass that would be. I would love it. Yeah, the burnout people. I know. Sign me up. Yeah. This system needs an F-Zero. This system deserves an F-Zero. And, like, why do you keep putting him in Smash? Why are there, like, four different F-Zero? Like, there's an F-Zero section of World of Light. Yeah. Why do they hold that game in such reverence? They like it. You know? Like, what's more likely to happen? Super Mario 2 as a game style in Mario Maker 2? Or F-Zero being made? I think F-Zero being remade. Because Nintendo didn't make Doki Doki Panic. It would burn the Mario Maker devs to put that game style in there. I, I, I think you're right. But if we're like leaning toward more realistic expectations. I could see like a Mario Land 2. Yeah. You know. Yeah that game's not have, too far removed from Mario World. Really. And they already have the power up in there. Yeah. Super Bowl Mario is already there. Yeah. By the way, Shaq News Game of the Year. Yep. Super Mario Maker Two against so- all
1: odds. Wait, did you say that right? Super Mario Maker Two <laughs> Super Mario Maker go. Two.
0: Uh sorry. Uh but yeah, there's Against All Odds, man. Holy crap. Thanks to Donovan. Dude, Blake, do you hear about this? What? Do yeah, you hear about our intern stabbing in the back? Yeah, we can out we can out Donovan for this. Donovan told David, going into Game of the Year deliberations, that he would vote for R. E. Two. And if he had, what would have happened? RE two would have been Game of the Year. Yep. Oh. But then he switched it to the Outer Worlds. And you know what? That's a good game. Mm-hmm. I was betrayed. You were. By a yeah, intern. He lied to your face. Yeah. And that changed everything because it was insane. Oh, yeah. I calculated oh. the votes. I was on the edge of my seat waiting for updates. It was a tie. Super Mario Maker 2 and Resident Evil 2 both had the same amount of points. So I was like, okay, let's go to first place votes. They had the same amount of first place votes. So I was like... Okay, let's go second place votes. Two votes. That's what changed that's what tipped the scale in favor of Mario Maker two. Mario Maker Two had five second place votes. RE two only had three. Donovan. So Donovan and I will shout it out. Sam. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You made a if it wasn't for Sam made a strong case to Sam. If if I it was the game of the year stream. I convinced Sam to vote for Super Mario Maker Two because mm-hmm. he knew that Disco Elysium wasn't going to win, and he didn't want another Spider-Man situation. Mm-hmm. Was his words. Meaning what? Um, he was just he didn't know what the outcome was going to be. Oh, okay. He just he he wanted a game that deserved Game of the Year to win, and I don't think he felt Spider-Man deserved to win that year. N- yeah. Okay. I th- I think Resident Evil Two would have deserved to win too. Oh, I know. But you, the, you have to remember, like Outer Worlds was right there too. It was. It so was. it was like it was one of those things where like a couple more people put Outer Worlds on their list. Suddenly, Outer Worlds wins no contest. Mm-hmm. Outer Worlds had three Game of the Year votes. Mm-hmm. Mario Maker Two and Resident Evil Two only had two. Mm-hmm. It was the second place votes that pushed them both ahead of Outer Worlds. It was insanely close. And honestly, those top five game, uh, we'll say four, because five was Sekiro. Top, yeah. the top 4 games. Yeah. Disco Elysium, Outer Worlds, RE2 and and Super Mario Maker 2 were all awesome. Yeah, they were. So like any of those games could have won. Uh and I don't think enough people played Disco Elysium. That was a game. There was a a groundswell of of support and enthusiasm for this game. I would say, like in the last quarter of the year, because it, yeah. it was it was a late runner. Uh-huh. But then, like the the longer it was out, the more I heard people saying, like, "Holy shit, this game is I, great." I will say, if if the Master Sword DLC doesn't happen, I don't think Mario Maker Two wins. I I like Link's mechanic, but I don't think it's as fun as the pure Mario levels. Oh really? No. Oh man, I'm, I'm I, I I'm I'm really digging the master sword mechanic, but like Mario 2 was great before it, that DLC came. It has awoken my creativity. I, I love my hero of time levels. Yeah. They're they're one and two, man. And I tried to figure like they these guys, they speed run my levels mm-hmm. and they figure out ways to break them. And mm-hmm. you know, like I create a level with a certain way to play through it, and then I see other people breaking it, and I'm like, damn it. Like, so now when I'm making levels, I try to think how they would play it yeah. and then try to make it harder for them but i don't know i i'm i'm trying briefcase level 5 is still your masterpiece you realize this it's less than 0.4% clear rate on switch but it's it's genuinely very well designed i it's not my favorite level i think my favorite level is coins the first super mario maker 2 level i made that was fun that's a joyful level mm-hmm. that's not hard it's fun mm-hmm. But then, at the same time, there became this whole meta over trying to beat it really fast. I was in contention. I like that. I like that. I can create a level that 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 was the level when I was a kid. I would have made. Mm. So I I finally got to make it, and then I made it again, and I called it rupees. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there's there's the hero there's briefcase level one on Super Mario Maker two, which is coins, and then there's hero of time level one rupees. And you'll notice that all of my levels. For the Hero of Time series, Echo, the briefcase variant. Mm-hmm. So that means that level five... Um, bring it. The Hero of Time level five might be really, really freaking hard. And I might hate myself after I'm done making it. And after you've done submitting it. Yeah, after I'm done submitting it. But no, man, I tweeted this last week. I, I don't think I'm ever going to stop playing Mario Maker 2. I love that game. I won't. Yeah. It's 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 a game that I will play until Super Mario Maker 3 comes out. And I don't know I I was talking to Mila about it in chatty and I was like I think overworld is one thing they could add. Uh and then figuring out Man, I would really like to interview those devs. Overworld would be a good addition because one of my favorite types of levels, one of my favorite types of creators to follow Or the creators in that game who create campaigns. Yeah. Like, they'll make... Like, they even say, like, World Mm 1-1-2. Give those people a map. Yeah. You know? And it just feels like Mario Maker 3 would be the right time to do that, because Super Mario 3 really introduced that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't see that on Switch, though. I think that might be a one-per-generation game. I hope so. I hope they just... they. I hope they support Super Mario Maker 2 for years. Mm Mm-hmm. And... I would like to see uh, either Samus or Kirby be added as another kind of power up. Kirby makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You could do a lot of stuff with his floating. Yeah. Yeah. I good. would, if you give me Kirby Maker in this, oh. I will lose my shit. It'll, game of the year again. It, I, I don't know. Maybe best <laughs> DLC or it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I Every once in a while, my game of the year wins. Mm hmm. It's not all the time. 2014, Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> 2015, The Witcher Three. <laughs> 2016, Doom. 2017, Breath, Breath of, of the Wild. Wild. So that I, so there's two in a row. Yeah. 18, Spooner Man. <laughs> and then 19. Yeah, we got Super Mario Maker 2. I Against like a lot. For you, that was like almost making up for 2015, right? Like a Super Mario Maker Super game Mario 1. Maker 2 got hosed in 2015. And yeah. so did Rocket League. Rocket League was slept on by people in 2015. Because yeah, like it, everyone fell in love with The Witcher 3. But like you're talking about gameplay that's addictive. A yeah. game that I have 600 hours in and Blake... I don't even know what level you are in Rocket League now, but like, oh man, we play that game so much and Dude. you weren't even playing it in 15 probably,
1: you know, like I, I have 143 hours logged in Rocket League just last year alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like,
0: I, I think I'm over 600 since it came out across all platforms mm-hmm. and I own it on every platform. I didn't even know it was on Mac, but apparently they're dropping Mac and Linux support in March. Nice. Like they're dropping it. They're not going to support it. Anymore. Oh, I think it meant like it's going to drop. Okay. No, like they ha- they were supporting. It. I had no idea. But uh yeah, I think it was one of those years where I wanted Mario Maker Two to win, and The Witcher was just going to kick its ass because mm-hmm. everyone on our staff at the time loved that game, and except for us. Are you saying, you saying that they? To- yeah,
1: Are you saying they tossed the coin to their Witcher?
0: God, what even?
1: Oh damn. <laughs> Take I would have voted.
0: Oh man, you should have heard The the debate's over Mario Maker Two. It's not even a game, it's an app. Who, oh. J B. That's who said <gasps> that. I know. He's super into Mario Maker Two now though. I know. That's blasphemy. It was. At the time I was just like, whatever. And then like no one had played Rocket League. Yeah. I was just I was disappointed. Bet there would have been some some bloodborne jaboofers too. So yeah, I guess I'm three out of five. Mm hmm. That's, that's not, not bad. That's not terrible. No. It's these aren't like it, Doom was very close because Overwatch almost beat it. Anime butts. Yeah, everyone loved their anime butts. Uh and then Breath of the Wild was pretty much a runaway. It was. Uh there were oh, what was there it? was some strong support for PUBG in twenty. PUBG and also Mario Odyssey. Oh yeah. I think Mario Odyssey almost screwed over Breath of the Wild. That would have made me sad. Yeah, I don't think Mario Odyssey is that great. It's good. Yeah, it's not even my favorite 3D Mario. I don't think it's bad, but it's not even my favorite 3D Mario game. My favorite 3D Mario game is Sunshine. That was mine until Super Mario 3D World. Ah, uh, I like 3D World. I I also like Galaxy a lot. Galaxy 2. I like Galaxy 2 a lot. Yeah, I I kind of group them. Mm-hmm. They're kind of The, the level design in 2 is better and they they got rid of the hub, which I think was a good move for that for that game. I I have to give both Galaxy games minus points because of waggle. Yeah, that's When you bad. make me waggle, I instantly don't like your game as much. Yeah. So that was that sunshine was a dark. Is, sunshine is great though. Sunshine is so underrated, man. I st- I stand by the fact that the secret levels in Sunshine are the best 3D platforming ever in the history of the whole series. I can get behind that. And that music, that Whoa. acapella, the acapella Mario song. Oh, man, I loved it. I just, I I want to, I'll, I'll do a playthrough of that. Yeah. Uh, But, man, like, give us an HD remake of that game. Yeah. That's the one that you give us, like, a nice, polished remake of. Want to comment on those HD remastered yeah, rumors? Yeah, so there's a, a rumor that Nintendo is going to bring some Wii U titles some more Wii U titles to Switch. I have to check. Maybe I can check real quick, but like, I think Nintendo is the one who said yeah. there are more Wii U games coming to Switch okay. this year. And so we were talking before the show. Uh, Blake Ossoff and I were saying that at this point, there aren't many like, A-list, first-party Wii U games left to come to Switch. Like, I think it's just Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD, Super Mario 3, 3D World, and Pikmin 3 are like the heavy hitters that I can think of. I could see NES remix coming, but I don't think Nintendo would hype that. That you don't need to HD remaster that. No, they're just bits and pieces of NES games. Yeah, I and like Pikmin, I feel like Miyamoto would just make a new Pikmin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I don't I don't think he would want to make and Pikmin three great. I love that game. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm definitely one of those people that likes Pikmin, and it. But to me, that's that's not a game that. I think it's likely. Uh, the mm-hmm. game that I want, it's not a Wii U title, but it's from that era. Kid Icarus Uprising. I want that for Switch. Because that was... The, uh, that's a 3DS I don't game, that,
1: right? I don't think that did well enough for them to port it. That's <laughs> so good. It didn't do well.
0: But like it didn't do well because the control scheme was horrible. Because the 3DS didn't have a dual analog. So you had to hold it and then use your pen as the second analog. So here's this story real quick. Uh, this was reported by reliable Nintendo insider Emily Rogers who, who was one of the first to report that Nintendo Switch would be unveiled in October 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, quote, oh uh, wait, um, at least two more unannounced ports of Wii U games that are in the works for the Switch and then quote, they are not difficult to guess because there aren't many Wii U games left to port.
1: So 3D World.
0: I think 3D World is like probably has the strongest odds.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get a Mario game
0: out. Well, also, yeah, like that's... Cat Mario. Like everyone loves Cat Mario. Me, yeah. Yeah. You Me, know? Yeah, yeah that, I think that makes sense. Uh I don't think Pikmin would. And then what would be I other... was just trying to guess Wii U. We games. already got Captain Toad. We already got cart. This story also like the the two HD remasters of um, Zelda, uh, uh, Wind Waker, and Twilight Princess. Yeah, you could always send me sell me Wind Waker again. Yeah, I, oh, I would totally buy that again. And I guess I would play tw- I would play Twilight Princess without Waggle. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was talking about, and this is one of my I'm sitting here looking at a Wii U right now. One of my favorite Wii U games was Nintendo Land, and they couldn't do that. They couldn't bring Nintendo Land because it used the gamepad. It used the gamepad and the TV. Yeah, right? like, yeah. It, it was that It was the two-screen experience. Yeah, yeah. All sorts of things where it was really a, it was a game of full of mini-games for the Wii U. What about Wii Sports or Wii Sports Resort? Something like that. Yeah. But I think because we have that amusement park opening this year, a game called Super Nintendo World would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'd like to see is like the Switch version of Nintendo Land. Yeah, uh, would be cool. Um, but yeah, there's not a whole lot left on that because we got Tropical Freeze. You know, we got Kart. Yeah. We got New Super Mario Bros. U. Like those are those are probably some of their top selling games. We mm-hmm. got Mario Maker Two, so we yeah. don't need Mario Maker One. And we got Smash Ultimate. Yeah, we got Smash Ultimate, which is really a new game. It's not, it's not like Smash Four at all, mm. uh, just mechanically. Uh, which kudos to Sakurai, he has made a game that the Smash community likes, mm-hmm. and they did not like melee, or sorry, they'd love melee. Brawl. They did not like brawl. The first time I ran in brawl and brawling, like tripped, I was like, "What is this? Yeah, I'm tripping." Yeah, he, he brawl was bad, and then uh, I liked Smash Four. I did too. It's just slow. Ultimates fast. Ultimate mm. is fast, and then it's... it's hyper fighting. Yeah, it's, it's good. Mm. It's a very good game, and it's a celebration of gaming, not a fighting game. I like that even he, in his most recent direct, was like, is Smash a fighting game? I don't know. Mm-hmm. He poked a lot of fun at his fans during he that did. direct. He did. Uh, I, I appreciate think, when developers are self-aware. And he was trolling big yeah. time with another Fire Emblem character. <sighs> the salt has been fun. I've yeah. been enjoying that uh but yeah that byleth comes out in uh like a week hmm. so we'll get to see just how terrible he is i've watched a lot of pros breaking down that that uh direct and uh, the character's slow that's the the main takeaway I might like him because I've actually uh, gravitated toward the slower characters. This guy. like Bowser yeah. and Ganondorf, for my mains. Oh, Bowser's so good. He's so good. I love Bowser. Bowser's one. Of the, he's just so fun to play with. It's like playing with Zangief. Yeah, that's true. That's that's good comparison. Like he really is yeah. the Zangief of yeah. that game. Yeah. Like his pile driver. And like oh man, if you're up two stocks to one on someone and you just pile drive them off the level for the win, it feels good. It feels so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I I love. Uh, I don't know, I'm still... I'm maining Kirby. Oh yeah, Kirby got buffed since our last episode. He's good now. He should have been buffed. He was the sole survivor. He's the only one to survive in the story mode World of Light. But he's good now. Mm -hmm. They shaved down his uh, neutral air by like four frames. Hmm. I got like a 34% combo that only takes like three hits. Mm -hmm. I I can do some damage now. I'm actually... That's cool. I'm going to go pro. Uh, going pro yep leaving shack news to go on the- i'm going to evo japan to win a pro controller hell yes Ooh,
1: la, la. big money
0: did you hear about that no <laughs> the prize pool for tekken right is like seven thousand e- hmm. dollars that's low that's low the prize pool for smash is a pro controller why though because nintendo doesn't sponsor them and there's laws against There's gambling laws that preclude entrance fees for tournaments in Japan. So the only way to have a prize pool is through sponsorship. But the pools are a lot bigger in America, right? No. I mean, they got... The prize... uh, Sorry. The the pool in... I think there was 3,600 players that entered for Evo Smash. It's something like close to 2,000 in Japan for the Smash pool. But like Smash uh, Finals are a big deal at Evo here, right? Yes. I mean, there's more money on the line, right? There's money on the line where there's not in Japan. But how much is on the line here? How much was last year? Like, what are the first? I think first place maybe won nine grand. Wow. It's really low. Yeah. It's like criminally low, considering that game sold 15 million units. Yeah, that's crazy. Nintendo needs to just write a check. For like 2000000 million. I'm thinking of games like Mortal Kombat 11, Street Fighter 5. Oh, like massive price Capcom's putting pools. up big money, yeah. Yeah, these are million-dollar tournaments. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh no. The Smash scene is very grassroots, and it's not being supported. Genesis is, though. Uh, so Genesis is happening this weekend at the same time as Evo, and uh, they have a Nintendo sponsorship, so we'll see what their... Uh, Why would Nintendo sponsor them but not Evo? I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Nintendo needs to just embrace the Smash community, and they're not. They're still behind in a lot of ways. They are. They really are. Uh, but, yeah, I did want to mention that before we we ended. But uh, that was it. That's all that happened since the last episode. There was nothing else. Borderlands 3 came out. Blake really likes it. I like it. I
1: love it. It's good. You haven't beaten yet, right? No, I beat it. Oh, you did? Yeah, the ending gave me the feels, too. Oh, okay. And then
0: Warframe gave us spaceships. The
1: Empyrean... Oh, uh, yeah. The Railjacks? Yeah, Railjacks are now in Warframe. It needs some work. It needs some fine polish. Yeah. Um, But it's still fun. Uh, I'm enjoying my time in outer space. And then... I will say that. What else
0: happened? Nothing else. That was it. I've made... I think this is now... Eight levels in Super Mario Maker 2 or nine? Yeah, because what, five briefcase levels? Six. And, and seven. Seven briefcase, and now yeah, I've made nine levels. Seven briefcase levels and two hero time levels. Oh, okay. Yeah, level seven. Briefcase level six is that one where you're Builder Mario. Oh, yes. And then briefcase, okay. or sorry, briefcase level seven is that 22nd level. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I uh, about which those. is fun. Mm-hmm. It's a fun level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, go out there and beat those levels if you haven't. Oh, bad kitty got a switch. Yep, she's playing Breath of the Wild. Good for her. She's the hero of time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, she took down her first uh, divine beast. That feels good. Yeah. Oh, I think she took down the same one you did, Blake.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. She probably you know got some pro tips watching me.
0: Yeah, watching. Yeah. Which did you take down the elephant? Yeah, water Yeah,
1: yeah that's usually what people go for. Yeah.
0: I think it's just kind of the way the game. The narrative takes, guides you there. Yeah, the narrative guides you there, and that's where it almost stops guiding you. Yeah, also the the power for that one, I would say, is maybe the most useful. Yeah. Being auto res is, like, that's the fairy of that game. Yeah. Like, there are fairies in bottles, but unlike the other 3D Zeldas, they don't fully restore your hearts. I would say that the second most important one is the uh, Revali's Gale. Man, for me, that's tough. I, I lo- the lightning is super useful in hard mobs, especially if you're in Hyrule Castle. But also, like, the defense is, yeah, that comes in handy Dur- a lot. Yeah, Protection. Yeah. I love Druisk Protection, but yeah. I... I think early in the game, having Rivali's Gale helps because you don't have the stamina. My perception is skewed because that was the Divine Beast I did last. Uh-huh. And by the time I polished it off, my stamina wheel was maxed out. Yeah, no, I've seen your your, your stamina wheel still bigger than mine. Yeah.
1: I'm still <laughs> finding shrines. Blake.
0: Blake like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm still finding shrines. I, oh, yeah, real quick. I just kept going west in Gerudo yeah, this, this weekend. Cool. Yeah. I got to the end of the level, Blake. It's really? really fucking cool. So you know how like normally you can push pause and the ma- and the map comes out and you can fast travel? Yeah. You can't. You get to this part of the desert where there's fog everywhere and like a dust storm starts. You push pause, it's like s- static on your screen. Like you can't see the map. So you're stuck. And there's like really difficult enemies out there. You saw the statues too, right? And there's statues pointing you places. Do you remember the Gerudo Desert in Ocarina of Time where you needed the Lens of Truth? Well, the, first when you were running through the first stretch of desert, you had to look in the distance and there were flags. Yeah, follow them. Yeah, keep playing around out there. I actually, uh, I left. I Because okay, there's something to find. I know. There's I'll go. I'll go back best there. One. Yeah. I know, but I, I just instead of following the swords. I was like, I'm just going to keep going west. Yeah, yeah. Because I just wanted to see what happens. And I I hit the invisible wall where it's like, you can't go any further. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> yeah. I wanted, like, I was like, this is going to build up something really cool. And then it's just like, nope. <laughs> Getting back to the place where I could see the map was tough. Because <laughs> like, you don't have any fast travel and you don't really know where you're going. Mm. So you have to kind of use landmarks and... But what I found was this area, and I was like, "Damn, this looks like the desert temple or the desert dungeon," you know. Like, and I keep coming across these places in Breath of the Wild, and uh, we were talking about this. Like, I think you're going to end up going to those places in Breath of the Wild too, mm-hmm. and those are going to end up being the dungeons. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that sequel and i I want 100% breath of the wild i want to get all the korok seeds but yeah what i was saying is i went to the lost woods so i had a bunch of korok seeds mm-hmm. well, i'm gonna upgrade my uh, weapon stash yep so he did his little dance for me but yeah i think that's where my save is right now i'm currently sitting in the lost woods
1: i want to do trial of the sword yeah thinking soon about
0: here. trial of the sword yeah i've tried it before i made it like i think 20 floors deep how long is it Oh, I remember pretty big It might be 50 because they've had dungeons like that since Wind Waker. Wind Waker had one. uh, Twilight Princess had one. And I think in each of those, it was 50 floors. Mm -hmm. So I think Trial of the Sword is 50, but I don't remember. Is Rusty Claymore going to ride again,
1: Blake? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Probably next week. Cool. Yeah. Get back on my game.
0: Yeah, and no, that's uh, that's the thing about that game. You can come back to it; oh. it's there for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this weekend I was uh, getting back to Death Stranding a little bit. I was like, ah. "Oh, thank you, Lola." Uh, I was like, I could play a video game. You know, it was Saturday night, mm-hmm. I was like, I had some time. I could play a video game, and I was like, I looked over at my PS4, and I was like, I could play Death Stranding. And I looked at my Switch, and I'm like, I could play Mario Maker too. But I, you know, I go through these and when you make a level. It's like a, it's, it's, like, it's exhausting. It's tiring. Yeah. And I, uh. I was sick last week, and I was making a level. I was finishing it while I was sick, and I started level three. And you've seen some of my levels while they're work in progress. They're not always good. No, they're they, not supposed to be. They look That's kind a of rough. Cra- draft. They're, they're crappy. Yeah. So like, I'm at a phase in level three right now where I'm not super happy with it. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay and i kind of just need inspiration so i was like i'm gonna go play breath of the wild Mm -hmm. because you know zelda zelda uh hero of time hero of time right greg uh (laughs) uh, i had a really good tweet at greg today because i I tweeted about how the hero of time was linking an ocarina yeah yeah yeah. which he clearly is yeah literally the hero of time and then greg tweeted that clip from shack news of me saying he was out of order saying that Mark Rebier wasn't the hero of time. So I said, you can't prove that Mark Rebier isn't link from Ocarina of time. That's true. Got him. Boom. Dead to rights. Uh, but yeah, Mark just announced an, uh, a show in, uh, Australia. Oh, cool. He's gonna be playing. So tickets are on sale soon. Uh, but yeah. And I think he's playing Bonnaroo. Did you hear that? yeah so yeah 2020 man the year of the loop daddy uh he won the do it for shack news award well deserved yep but yeah um but yeah no i'm i want to beat the trial of the sword so badly because then then the weapon stash doesn't matter anymore i think we talked about this what we should do Yes, we should each sit down, start at the same time, see who can finish it first. (laughs) We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll play for like two or three hours. And if we don't get through it, we'll stop. But that could be a stream. Yeah, I think. Yeah. You know how we did that side by side stream for Mario Maker, Blake? Yeah, we're going to do that. But for uh, Breath of the Wild's Trial of the Sword. And it's a DLC where if you beat it, your sword, it never discharges. Yep. And I think it's hits level. it, It hits 60. Yeah, permanent sixty damage, permanent sixty damage, which and normally it only hits sixty power if you're uh, around corrupt. Enemy, oh, yeah, any get... corrupt enemy. So like, you could use the master sword if you use it against any of the bosses in oh. the divine beast, it'll be sixty. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't. I guess I do remember that. Yeah, I got the master sword kind of early. I think I got it like after my first divine beast. So I yeah, killed same. the last three with the master sword. Same. I I did I did as well because mm-hmm. it felt getting the master sword feels like winning the game. You know what? For, I think that's maybe the first game since uh, a Link to the Past where the Master Sword has felt like a big deal. Yeah, even Link to the Past kind of messed that up. Like getting it was a big deal, but then you upgrade it twice, so it's not really the Master Sword anymore. anymore. Yeah. it's the upgraded sword that's better. And in Ocarina of Time, like the Master Sword is fine, but if you could get the big Goron sword, yeah, that hit twice as hard. Yeah, and so like this is the first time where the Master Sword, like yes, there are weapons that are more powerful, but they break. But they break. Yeah. and yeah they made the master sword special in this game they did and that moment ah, oh god it's beautiful it is the the the, the trial yeah. you have to go through you see your hearts disappearing it's a nail biter if you don't know the number of hearts you need you're just yeah. like am i gonna make it, gonna make it. like yeah it's, it's cool and just oh, i love the setting yeah i love it's peaceful back there i love the music in the lost woods mm-hmm I cannot believe that the Lost Woods are the reason that that's the get, that got a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, yeah. but yeah, Blake, get the Master Sword. That'd be fun. I think. Yeah, I think that would. Be, been,
1: I mean, that's why I'm going to all the shrines now. Is yeah, it makes the parts sense. To get the Master Sword. Yeah,
0: I, I did that. That was like my first, maybe thirty hours of Breath of the Wild. Not even. I just did shrines, and not even because I wanted the master sword, but because shrines were one of my favorite parts of that game. Oh yeah, I loved the shrine puzzles. I love them still. I'm still finding them. Yeah, and I'm. I've gotten to the point where it is really hard for me to find more. Yeah. How many do you have? Uh, I have over 120, which oh, means so I have you're... all the ones from the base game. Yeah, you're in now. The I'm DLC. hunting for the DLC ones. Yeah. Yeah. They're a little tougher to find. They're super tough. To and find. there's like. A lot of them are puzzles before you even get in the shrine. I like that. There's a nice variety of shrine. Yeah. yeah. I could talk about Breath of the Wild for days. This is what this podcast has been about since... That won't change in season two. No. Now that we're here in season two, <laughs> we're still going to talk about Breath of the Wild, especially now that Bad Kitty's playing it. That's right. We have like a whole new reason to talk about it. I'll provide updates about where she is. Also, Captain Zork got a Switch. Ooh. Yeah. So two of our listeners who had been drooling over our switches for years now have switches. It's exciting, man. This Christmas really felt like this was the Christmas that a lot of people who wanted the switch. Finally, like they really want it. They finally pulled got the trigger. It. Yeah. You know, uh, so good on them. I'm happy for everyone who has a switch. And, uh, whenever I see someone beat one of my Mario maker levels, it brings me great joy. Cause I know how hard it is. I don't make I I don't know. I guess I can't make easy levels. Someone from Nintendo told me my levels were too hard. You need checkpoints, that's what he said. Yeah, he said you need checkpoints. To that I say, get, I said get good. Get good. He he was just like I don't have time. I'm like, wow. He's like, I can't be doing this. It was You you know that you, you hate this one. The uh the Star Fox level. Not my favorite of your levels. Yeah, that's true. Not so fast. Yeah. Yeah. That was the one where he was like, "That could really benefit from a checkpoint. I'd have to agree with him, yeah, that's the one where I'm like, Yeah, I want to get through the schmuck part once and then just do platforming. Have you gotten through the shmup? yeah, you have, yeah, I have wow, that that's impressive yeah i I have only beaten that level once. It's tough, I hate it. <laughs> I don't even know why I did it. I just like the Koopa Clown Car. I do, too. I do, too. Like, if you remember, me... at E3 last year, I was like, one of my first levels is going to be a shmup. Yeah. And I still want to make one, but like, I, I love my platforming. Yeah. I, and I, fast. I think that this third level that I'm making is kind of going back to the platforming aspect. and I do want to make Briefcase Level 8. Mm. I just don't know when I'll do it. Uh, After Hero of Time 3. Maybe. You know. uh, but, yeah, Briefcase Level 8, it's World 8. You know, that's like, yep, it's time. Yep. And like, I haven't made a good Yoshi level yet. And mm. that bothers me. I love Yoshi. Yeah. And like, I haven't done anything with him. Mm-hmm. Like, i He's in level three for like a split second and you use him and then you drop him. Right. You know, like he's not really, it's not a level built around him. I like level three also. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's great. The mm. kill the die Koopas. Yeah, yeah, that, that one's fun. Uh, yeah, I want to make more Super Mario World levels. It would have been cool if they put Yoshi in the eight bit game style.
1: Yeah, they should. Yeah, that would have been rad.
0: Like I don't know why they didn't. Especially do Especially that. because that was Miyamoto's original design. Like he yeah. wanted to make a dinosaur, but it wouldn't fit. Well, do it. Yeah, you could have done it. Yeah, like, it, this is your chance. Like there's so many other things that like aren't in Mario 8-bit that are in Mario Maker 2 8-bit. Yeah, that that would have been one of those things that just oh, yep. I would have made so much. That is one thing that little, kind of bothers me. Like a lot of the a lot of objects, actors will say that weren't in Mario One. But we're in Mario 3, when you're in the Mario 1 play style, they just appear like they would Mario 3. And that yeah. bugs me because sprites looked a lot better in Mario 3. Yeah. I want to see how a ghost would have looked in Mario 1 when yeah. their art was much cruder. Yeah, yeah. You know? I just, I'm just curious. Yeah, I, I think that's- and Like the sure. thwomp. Like, I want to see a Mario 1 style thwomp, not a Mario 3 in Mario 1 thwomp. You know who's obsessed with thwomps? Greg. Yeah, he does love his thwomps. I ha- you know how many thwomps I have in my levels? Zero. I don't know why. I just I don't I kinda hate them. I like just I like using them. To lady. antagonize Greg. <laughs> yeah. To antagonize him. I like using the thwomps when you can do something with them other than like run out from under them. Like that's why I use them in my the levels. Because in Mario World you can spin jump on them. Yeah, sure. And so that's a platforming mechanic. That's yeah. a very Kaizo thing to do. You're bordering on Kaizo territory with some of your bordering, levels. Bordering, but I haven't dipped over yet. Like you the day that one of us puts a shell jump in our game, I will never do that. That'll be the day that I that we stop playing Mario Maker Two because yeah. I I just can't. I, I I love watching Grand Pooh Bear and Barb and I feel the same way. Uh, Carl Sagan, like all those guys, are awesome at Kaizo levels and yeah. making Kaizo levels in Mario Maker Two. But... It's a nice place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. And Grand Pooh Bear made a training course that I downloaded on my Switch, so I do practice shell jumping. Mm-hmm. I just I can't do it consistently. Oh. I could never make a level that way because I would never be able to clear it. <laughs> you know, like uh, so. Yeah, but I love that they're out there doing that, and they they really they make some amazing levels with that stuff. I just I don't mm-hmm. think I'll ever do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, uh, are you over it? Yeah. Well, see. well, the chat cast is back. Yeah, it is. Oh uh, yeah, we did the thing. Uh, so. One random winner. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I don't know when I'll put this live. Oh yeah, guys, we're part of the Greenlit Podcast Network now. Did you
1: hear? Ooh, damn.
0: Yeah. I so I don't think I have any ads to put in this episode. Uh, but there's ads with me promoting this podcast running in other people's podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you now, might, if you heard of too. us from somewhere else, welcome. Uh, we're back and if uh hopefully next episode i'll put in some ads we'll have ad breaks they're like 15 seconds promoting like retronauts or yeah yeah yeah, cartridge family you know a lot of podcasts you <laughs> folks probably already listen to so uh Why yeah not shout, out to, shout out to jeremy he's uh spearheading that and he got a job at limited run games that's cool did good you for. hear about oh, that no yeah jeremy parish is now at limited run games good for him seems like the perfect job for him it does you know like he gets to pick obscure vita games that he wants to have physical releases of <laughs> that seems like a dangerous combo someone has to do it and it's jeremy so shout out to jeremy parish and thanks for organizing the thanks for having us in the greenlit podcast network we appreciate it and lola is over it but you know what? This is a shack ass record. She's put on the couch the whole time. Yeah. Huh? Wow. You didn't rage quit one time. You're such a good girl. Yeah, it's because we're not at, we're not home, right? And When we're at the office, she's very attached to me. Yeah. More so than when we're at home. Uh, usually, if you came visit at home, she'd just be playing with you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Usually wrestling over her bobo. But I tire point, her. I tire her out. Yeah. She's like, this thing's too big uh so yeah go to Shacknews.com for your interviews news reviews previews long reads guides lots of guides these mm-hmm. days a uh, ton of video content over on shack or uh, youtube.com slash shack games because the guy has slash shack news is a jerk also gamer hub videos on youtube both of those combined now have over 30 million views very cool that's pretty rad oh. and uh our Twitch channel is twitch.tv/shacknews. That channel has over six million live views. That's pretty rad too. Uh, where else are we? We're on Twitter at Shack News. We're on Facebook if you use that garbage platform. Uh, we're just Shack News there. We're on Instagram. Greg posts pictures occasionally on Instagram. Uh, I think it's Shack News Media. <laughs> Because we forgot the password to the Shacknese one.
1: Selfies, what kind of Pokemon videos you are, you know, Greg doing makeup tutorials. It's all there on our Instagram. And then, yeah,
0: because I'm pivoting to Influencer. I have my private Snapchat. You can, I'm an, I'm you an can, Influencer. Yeah, David's an Influencer now. Yeah. Uh, I have my private Snapchat, my Patreon, my OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm working on doing Cameo. So if you want me to fart on pictures of Donald Trump for money, (laughs) I will do that. um... Are you uh, periscoping? Is that still a thing? Uh, Periscope is still a thing, but that doesn't—you don't usually monetize that. Okay. You know who does Periscope? Our friends at Big Play Reflog Show. Oh, cool! Shout out to those folks. They've been—I'm really astonished. These are the guys. Reflog Chris McNeil organized the Cleveland Browns parade when we went 0-16, right? Mm-hmm. That's when I became friends with them. Because I loved it. I was like, this is a great idea. I endorse this. So we became Twitter friends back then. They have a post-game show that they were doing, and they're like, hey, do you want to sponsor? it?" I was like, yeah. So we've been sponsoring their they're now a Cleveland talk show. It airs on Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern. They talk about Cleveland sports. They had Eric Metcalf on there. They had Clay Matthews on there. They've had Joe Thomas call in. Like, these are Cleveland Browns legends Mm -hmm. calling into a show with Shaq News written on the desk. That's awesome. Uh, I had, you know, I've been going to UPS for uh, this uh, Shaq News Mercury stuff. Shipping. And the guy working behind the counter is like, yeah, I saw your logo on a a reflog stream. So these guys are killing it, man. They're averaging like forty thousand views a week. So that is on Periscope. Shout out to those folks. We appreciate what you guys are doing. That's Breezy Clee, <coughs> that's Big Play Dave, and that's Reflog. Uh I just I'm astonished. I never thought it would like to see like Bernie Kozar like call in yeah. on the shack News hotline. Man, that's cool. I'm just like, wow, what even is this world? Yeah. Uh but yeah. So that's that's another place, but that they're uh they're Cleveland Browns influencers. Uh but yeah, none of those actual things I promote exist on social media. I'm just doing it as a joke. I just want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. Uh oh God, it's so, been so long. I'm going to get on my soapbox real quick. Come on up there. If you're on the internet, which you probably are cuz you're listening to us through a series of tubes, and say like you're on shacknews.com/chatty, right? <laughs> And you see a shack you see Josh Hawkins posted XYZ Table article. test three. <laughs> Table test minus three. Before you comment, click the link, read the article, actually consume the content, listen to the podcast, watch the video, then comment, then share. And this applies to all content across the internet. Because if you're if you're just sharing something based on a headline You could be sharing fake news, which is a huge problem these days. And it's also, you could just be sharing stuff that confirms your bias. You you might be sharing uh, propaganda. You might be sharing fake news. You you could be sharing uh, something really bad. Mm -hmm. But you're also hurting the creator of the content because people are measured by page views, podcast listens, video views. So it helps the writer and creator of the content. It also helps prevent the sharing of fake news, which in twenty twenty might be one of our biggest problems. Granted, there are a lot of problems, like death stranding. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's the show, right? Yeah, that's it. I did all the things. I think I did all the things. Blake, do you wanna do you have a song for us? I only had a request oh. for the beginning.
1: Oh, let me see what oh, I hold on. on i'll have to am I, it's been so long i forget
0: how i signed off the show uh thanks david thanks blake uh uh thank to you thank you to our listeners and uh, go out there and do it for
1: shack news well it's shack news season two episode number one it's happening now and now that's the name of the number it is, cause I said it at the end of the show. It's Shack News, Season 2, and it's Episode 1. We sure had some fun. We learned about Doom, and no fucking cartoons, because this is a video game podcast, and everyone sure... Had a blast on the Shack News. Shack Cast, Season 2, Episode 1. We're so not calling it that. Ah. <laughs> but I did like the song.
0: Yeah, it's a good That's song. all
1: that matters. That okay. the song was good. Oh, I will stop recording. All right, I'll do the same.
0: Lola. Lola Bola. Oh, he